Good evening and good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Bro Taste This, where we break down wine, food, news, and our childhood trauma. I am your friendly neighborhood host that knows the most, Juan Legend over here. With me today is our legendary wingman over here and best man co-host, Phil Goldie Corral. Hey, hey, hey. Our better half currently is out on assignment. Some may say he's experiencing his own Ukrainian conflict. Thoughts and prayers to the tech daddy. Thoughts and prayers. Let's talk a little bit or start off with the wine today, Phil. Can you uh, elaborate for the listeners what that is today? Oh, today's uh, wine is uh, actually a little special wine to me. It holds a sentimental va- uh, value to me. Uh, the Prisoner, a 2019 red wine out of Oakland, California. Coming from the red corner. Uh, yeah, no, old jokes aside, the prisoner. I, I've all, what, Why is that wine significant to you, um, um, Phil? Like, where, where our, uh, did our, you, our, where One you of our mutual friends, uh, actually, uh, uh, Padilla. Uh, yeah, he introduced me to it a couple years ago, uh, the prisoner. So, nice. What, how, did, how were you guys just drinking that? Like, how did that come about? He was just like two bros hanging out, and he was like, "Dude, I want to drink this romantic, beautiful, sexy wine with you." He <laughs> is that what happened? Because that's what it sounds like. Well, that, you know, actually, that's the perfect atmosphere. This little podcast, this little Juan O Juan intimate podcast. <laughs> that's kind of what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a pretty intimate red wine. Uh, no, during that phase, during the bro phase, I guess you could say. Just uh, trying different wines, different gins, different drinks, and all that. Yeah. You were around there for that time period, too. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I fell in love with this. And then uh, when I went to New York, uh, essentially went back and ex, my Malaysian ex-girlfriend. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, Jose came with me. And then uh, after my attempt to win her back failed, we spent the uh, the whole hotel just drinking the prisoner. <laughs> you had multiple bottles? We had one bottle. And we also took acid, right? <laughs> so, we, so the whole plan was to like, you know, I was very depressed, very sad. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, right? I was visually sad. Some dude came up to me on the street. He was like, hey man, what's up, man? I was like, oh man. Shut you know. up. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, uh, while you're tripping? No, no, no. no okay, before okay. tripping, earlier in the day, all this stuff. Um, he's like, oh man, you look so sad, man. Here, I got the perfect stuff for you. I was like. Huh? <laughs> it, yeah, he had chem dog, which at the time I had like very little. Um, that sounds like a crazy, stupid, hard drug. But but for anybody well, who does not know, mm-hmm. could you let them know what it is? It's a strain of uh, marijuana, a strain of cannabis. And uh, at the time, I, I was just a novice. So like you know, I only I knew Blue Dragon and like the OG Kush and yeah. the Dank, the stuff the rappers you know talk yeah. about. I, I, I don't hear rappers Purple talking Kush. about chem dog. Yeah. Or, Stink dog or skunk dog or whatever. Yeah, you don't hear about like the banana cream pie like Mm-mm. rap. You know, you're not hearing that shit. The blue yonder. But no, the the, the dude came up to me, sold me some weed. Score. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Juan, uh, Jose and I, uh, Padilla, uh, we went to a couple of bars. We tried some uh, some uh, expensive 
uh, artesian drinks and shit like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. They sucked so, like, me dry. Uh, it was, <laughs> no, it was like this uh, honey Like craft whiskey. cocktails or, or just straight up? Straight up spirits is straight up spirits, but like I've never had the cocktails. They had this like honey whiskey, something like that. Okay, but it wasn't like wild turkey because I've yeah. had you know wild turkey, but it's very it's very good. It was very delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we and we went back to the hotel and oh took acid later on the night to like experience Times Square together, right? To like Jesus. have a fun time. Oh, so that legend, that picture of you guys on Times Square is tripping. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like it took us so long to get there because uh, we had, we we I bought the I bought a bottle of the Prisoner. Yeah, you know the wine, which is like my go-to wine, honestly. Yeah, it it, it has that like sentimental value to you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sentimental and just a good ass wine. Yeah, highly recommend. You know, even those who are aren't going to a weird. Uh, Phase in their life. It's just a good wine, guys. Do you, do you remember at all, like, what it tasted like? Like, maybe we, we can just try to compare it a little bit to what we're about to taste. Oh, yeah, now. we haven't even poured ourselves in a cup yeah. yet. Versus yeah, so, getting very deep. So I don't know uh, how much of this is usable, but... Fuck it. We'll see what we can use. Yeah. All right. So tell me, do you remember at all what it tasted like? Yeah, honestly. I do, I, do, honest, I do remember what it was. Yeah. It was uh, this nice... Fruit punch color. I hate to sound like okay. a white trash or brown <laughs> trash, uh, but uh, yeah, it was very. It was like a bright red. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, bright red to it. Very distinguished taste. Okay. It lingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a nice way. In a nice way, of course, of course. As opposed to like mouthwash or licorice or anything like that. Yeah. No, that makes sense. All right. Let me pour. All right, let me well, get started let's, here. Let's pour it. I'll, I'll slide my glass right over there to you. So um, I found out that the prisoner, or I found out the varietals for the prisoner red blend uh, today. They're going to be Zinfandel, Cabernet, Petit Syrah, Syrah, and uh, Charbono. I believe that's what that is, or Carbono. One of those, C-H-R-A-R-B-O-N-O. Ain't that a nuclear plant? Chernobyl? <laughs> Chernobyl, whatever? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's also like a hit show now. I've been, I've been hearing that it's a good show. I got to catch up on that. But anyways, Phil, um, let's go ahead and try this specific, supposedly sexy, delicious, silky red wine or red blend. God, I forgot how good it smells. That's one of the distinguished uh, character traits of this wine, right? The uh, aroma. So right off the bat, my first, like, my first taste, my first sip. Is extremely soft. It has a very almost silky feel all over your mouth. How it's just—it's very goes rich everywhere. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. The silkiness—it lingers in a very seductive way, right? It's hard to nail the color on this, Phil. I don't know about you. It's what like do you a, see? It's like a beautiful plum. The yeah, best way to describe yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Like an Italian old world. I'll definitely give this. Is this an old world wine, right? No, no, no. This is from California. California's new world. But, um, I mean, it could have, like, those qualities. But specifically, it, to me, it's hard, it's hard to nail the, the color. But it's just, like, like very ambiguous like color between red and purple. Not necessarily either one. But it's also very dark, hard to see through. Um, yeah. Let's no, that, that that makes it. That's one of the things that makes this wine so fucking great. 
because it's, it's, it's a profile that's not common amongst other wines that's distinguishable as the prisoner, right? And I know you had Anthony, the uh, sommelier. That's right. Shout out, shout out. Shout out, guy. Anthony. Shout out, Anthony. And uh, he, was, he was ragging on the prisoner, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, he Rag was. Ragging it. Yeah, he was. Um, but I mean, like, for... Not necess- not, he was just talking about how, like, I don't know, like... It, it, it's a good wine, but there's much more better wines out there. Yeah, there's right? better wines, and, and also um, talking about some stuff about the label that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to the wine, though, uh, what, what flavors do you taste in there, man? A nice uh, alcoholic fermented prune juice. I drink prune juice in the morning. You know, it's good for your digestive system. It's good for your, you know. Yeah. Any UTIs, anything like that. Yeah. Gotta get it get, moving, you I'm know? pretty sure the people who sell Prisoner right now are, like, cringing as they're hearing you say this. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, this is terrible for sales. <laughs> prune juice, huh? <laughs> Come get your prune out. <laughs> get out of here. But no, no, no. Uh, uh, hey, that's what you would you that's would you describe you it as prune juice? Like, I mean, I get that you're saying that. It does taste like have like a dried purple fruit quality to mm. it. You know, like it could be prune, could be raisin. You know, it could be even lavender. But there's no lavender. You, in you, it. There's not. But a lot of people say that this is a very floral wine. That mm. this is a very, um, yeah, aromatic floral wine that you get a lot of things right off the nose. That you, you get a lot of almost like. Yeah, floral things like lavender, jasmine, things like that. I would pair this with with a nice seared steak, right? Because the dryness of this wine lingers enough where it's in a seductive way, where it's inviting yeah. you to combine it, your palate with more taste and all this stuff, right? Almost making you a prisoner of, 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 of a good time. That's, that's, that's why Prisoners we're here, to folks. to a good time, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's why we're here, folks. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. <laughs> we're uh, we're here to imprison you with a good time, folks. But I we highly recommend uh, to everybody listening that is above the age uh, uh, twenty one and above. That's right. Uh, uh, and uh, any listeners below that, you should probably listen. You, to should, you else. should be sticking to school. <laughs> you know. Yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Specifically, though, I think it's it it, it tastes really like bright, and, like acidic. A little high alcohol, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was gonna be a little softer to drink. It's it's a little harsh, just a little bit, you know. Oh yeah, I but, mean that's why you would. It's perfect for like a nice hearty dinner. Yeah, something could, more it, flavorful. I wouldn't eat this you, popcorn. You know what I I can see this with a halibut, like a a roast, like almost uh, a slow roasted um, beef or or mm. some sort of thing like that. Over a, um, maybe what's it called a rosemary mash, just because I feel like this would taste really, uh, really good with anything with rosemary, because this is so aromatic. Mm, that already like, with the floral accents yeah, ex- to it. Exactly. So I feel like that would be, I don't know, like a, a natural pairing for this wine. Mm-hmm. Or, or I mean, honestly, this is I I could equate this to like a fresh showered butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you just put like all, half the the bottle of gel up your cooch, you know. Like, but like nice floral, nice inviting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lingering. Yeah, like you're getting ready for like Valentine's Day or something, you know. Uh huh. Because you're a courteous young man. 
Who thinks about their partner over there, Phil? Well, I don't know about that, but I'm, I'm not the young part anymore, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Since I had my birthday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, right, you piece of shit. Let's talk about that. What the hell did you do for your birthday this year? Uh, you know what? I, I uh, hung out with, uh, with a good pal of mine, Pablo. I uh, hung out with my family. The familia, right? Yeah. And uh, to top it all off, I uh, saw the Batman. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. I would highly recommend watching it. Um, but if you're not into the whole Batman. What like, would you say to the critics who say that Batman has gotten too serious? That it needs to go back to its Adam West's comedic roots. Where it has like crude graphics that say pow. I think it's a double-edged sword because, like, at Shit the same like time, they should go back to that to be more uh, commercialized and marketable, right? But yeah. it's they're staying true to the whole different side of it, the way, quote-unquote, DC is doing it, right? Yeah. The more dark and brutish. Uh, the one complaint I would have to say about Batman is just the, 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 the extinguishing lack of difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. They're both very, like... They're both almost the same person, almost the same character. Yeah. yeah. When in like reality, it should be like, you know, Bruce Wayne is a you know philanthropist, philanthropist, philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. Philanthropist, billionaire. Hey, everybody. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as opposed to like this emo brooding, you know, you're not my father type. Yeah. You don't get me. Okay. All right. So, what would be your like overall score? Would you? Tell other people to spend their money and go watch it. If you uh, got three hours to kill, I would say so. If you like yeah. Batman, if you don't like Batman and you just want to go to watch the hype, you probably won't enjoy it. Okay. It's a beautiful score. So maybe if you like, you know, the same guy that's behind Ratatouille and the movie Up. And you're talking about music-wise, correct? Yeah, the uh, composer, uh, Michael Giolano. That's right. Great. He's Italian, so yeah. I'm like eighty percent sure that's how you pronounce it. Great pronunciation. Uh huh. But but I would get as a Batman fan, I would give that four out of five. Wow. All right. Mm. Decent. Decent. Same with this wine. I would give this four bros out of five. Four bros out of five for the Prisoner 2019 Red Blend today. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like, Price market at about like almost fifty bucks, like forty five, yeah. forty nine, thirty nine. If you're in Illinois, you're looking, you're looking above sixty bucks in Illinois. Yeah, anywhere from thirty nine to sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, thank you, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lightfoot. God damn, bro. She's reported to have the biggest dick in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> self self reported. God bless her. That fedora wearing <laughs> menace. Bro, I love her hair. Mm-hmm. I love her hair. I love her style. Yeah. I wish I had a stylist. Powerful woman. I love a powerful woman, bro. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Dude. Cheers. H- happy belated birthday. Turning 26 and, uh, you know, getting old. That's right. <clears throat> Becoming a prisoner of time. One of the things we were going to talk about today... This is this, honestly, since it's the two of us today, I feel like this would be a good Juana Juan intimate little podcast. Get this, get uh, the the people into the uh, genesis of our yeah. friendship. Let people in on on a little bit on who we are, where we come from, mm-hmm. all that shit. Um, but yeah, specifically as it, in regards I mean, we've, we've to, we've been friends for like what ten plus years now, right? What are we in twenty twenty two? 
I came to your circle around sixth grade. So when we were like, what, 10, 12, 10, 11? 12, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, close to it then. Yeah. yeah. Which is wild. But, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, middle school, you know, I was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty weird kid, you know? Yeah. I hung out with everybody. I got along with pretty well with everybody. Yeah. Did band, musicals and shit like that. I did a little bit of networking, like I said in previous episodes. I would go up to lunch tables and, you know, hey, you gonna finish you, you that? Finish that. Uh, uh, you know, pretty pretty popular, I guess. But at, at the same time, I would feel bad because I got to my popularity by like housing on some kids. I was a bit of a bully to a couple of few kids. Oh, for real? For real. <laughs> And I'm like, look, like as what I get older, you, I lament on it. I'm like, oh, what did you do? I don't. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know his name, but I would always just call him. And I feel so. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I'll ask you. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, Tarzan. Okay. Yeah. You remember Tarzan? Yeah. <laughs> that skinny homeschool kid. Yeah. That poor guy who just wanted friends. Uh. He would get a house. But I wouldn't like physically harm them. I was just no, you, you were just verbally emotionally, <laughs> mentally house them, which is just bad. That is true. Bad. Very true. But um, yeah. I mean, other than me being a bully, you know, <laughs> and like somewhat popular or whatever, or well known, no. and eventually we crossed paths in yeah, like seventh well, grade. Yeah, because we crossed paths through Jose, correct? Yeah. The uh, the guy that a uh, good friend of ours. Yeah. Hopefully at the wedding. Yeah, that's correct. Hopefully. And that, you know, oh, he's a bit of a man of mystery. You know, it's like a no man. He ties himself down to no anchor. That's right. A ship with no, uh, a, a captain with no mast. Shout out, Jose. Hey. But honestly, uh, we got the pretty close. I remember when you invited me to. Uh, What's that called? The Herbal Col- Life? Oh, yeah, the one, this little convention thing that my parents had us tag along to because mm-hmm. it was at the Kalahari in the Wisconsin Dells. You know, for the fans that I don't know, you're a bit of royalty yourself. You come from the long lineage of Herbal Life. Shut up, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> we went to like this, this uh, little convention, and this motherfucker over here, would use a basketball to throw it at like pretty girls at the pool, <laughs> and then use that as an opportunity to strike up a conversation. Ah, uh, that's a simple networking right there. I'll tell you what, uh, even back then, you know, just very talkative guy. Yeah, yeah, you know? and uh, yeah, no, we I think we met a good friend out there too. You know, yeah, if I remember correctly, the only thing that I remember a hundred percent. Was uh, I went because they had uh, ice cream stuff in there, right? A little food court. And after we were done, you know, after I was done networking and trying to, you know, oh yeah, you, you were <laughs> trying to get a piece of the pie. The young middle school kid, Dude, your, your ass was literally going around and like just going up to every vendor. I specifically remember you really went up and persisted with the barbecue guy. <laughs> <laughs> you were just. I don't know, like trying to talk them into giving you some of their products <laughs> rather than spending any money because <laughs> we didn't fucking have any. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you, I mean, when you're a young kid, you gotta yeah. you gotta hustle, right? Yeah, you, your voice becomes the uh, your money maker. Yeah, 
No pun intended. Yeah. That, you, we should probably cut the. Uh, no, I mean, pause. You're, not, I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Pause. <laughs> oh, no, no, but I mean, old jokes aside, uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, I got ice cream, right? And then I walked away from the vendor and just fell on the ground. I was very, <laughs> very sad about that. Up. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was towards the end of the the whole excursion of like basketball in the route and a lot of stuff. Yeah. And we're walking back to the uh, hotel room and getting ice cream and it just fucking plops to the ground. <laughs> did they see? Oh, yeah, they saw. I was right there. And they, did they give you a new they, one? They got me a new one. But it's, just, it's like, oh, <laughs> my God. At least they got you a new one. Mm. Good, good. We, and we got pretty close, you know, around yeah. that time. And um, you weren't part of the soccer kids, were you? No, no, I never played soccer with those yeah, kids. Yeah, no. I figured, I figured. But, uh, yeah, no, we got pretty close. And then uh, eventually we became like trailer park kids because I would... Yeah, the trailer I, park boys. I was really close with Jose around that time, right? Yeah. You know, uh, he's a good guy. Shout out. Shout out, shout out. Second time. Woo! But, you know, I come around the trailer park a lot. I, li- I didn't live too far away from you guys either. Yeah, on 89 li- or something. Yeah, old 89 like Road, Country Road out there. That's right, Country Road. And uh, being a kid, I would walk everywhere too. You know, I would walk to the library, I'd walk to the Darien Library, and all this stuff. And you know, to so walk over there because I had nothing to do. There was no internet in the country. There was no internet out there. <laughs> Garbage. Oh, oh yeah, that was the days of like dial-up. Yeah. Waiting, fucking LimeWire. Yeah, like if somebody called, you had to bump off and shit. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was just coming out around there very much, and we weren't allowed at your house very much. Because your parents were more strict yeah. than Jose's parents. So whenever Jose's dad would kick us out, we'd just bum around and like... <laughs> bum around. <laughs> around the park, you know, around the trailer park. Yeah. Eventually, we uh, did a little, you know, little continue our out-of-school out fight club or a little of a horse playing around yeah. out there, too. Ramon was part of it. Yeah. He was oh, a very guys- big component. <laughs> you weren't there when he got me with a spinning backfist? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. was there. <laughs> Everyone was there that I remember. Well, Ramon and I were tussling dude, by the he pond. Pulled, he pulled some Bruce Lee move, bro. Yeah, dude. He <laughs> came out of nowhere. Like, Spinning back fist is, boy, got me. Got me in my big stupid head. How, do you, how did he even land that? Yeah, well, we're just, we're just young boys. Hey. Young Mexicans. Pro- that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to impress our fucking. You were being little thugs over there. But um, yeah, no, we got pretty close around then, and I moved away eventually into Clinton, right? And um, still remained somewhat close. Came around when uh, I was able to get my license, really, and then we started hootering down, just hooters nonstop every Monday. Oh, you can we eat, brother! It. Hell yeah, dude, we killed it. Dude, my sophomore year, that's like what, like during like football season, that was like when I was looking forward to. It's like yes. Yeah, House. <laughs> right, let's go. <laughs> Hooters is a great time, bro. And then, then eventually it got closed down. Yeah, yeah. that one did. Is, is it still a brand? Or are they gone, gone? No, Hooters is still around. There's one in Madison and all that stuff. Is there? We, should, we gotta fucking make a trip of it and go. Like, for all time's sake. Like, dude, the wings weren't even that good. I love their wings. I, w- I will... Go to bat for, for their traditional, like, bone-in wings. They were extremely crispy. They were, like, l- little mini pieces of southern fried chicken covered in buffalo sauce. What could go wrong? It was delicious. Mm-hmm. No, nothing had crunch like them fucking Hooters wings. 
And now they got new outfits and shit. Oh, do they? You, you ever heard about this? No. By God. A lot of people, a lot of the workers were protesting, like, we're pretty much in our underwears. Oh, they're making they, them skimpy, right? You know, they're like bathing suits now. Jesus. As opposed to like, you know, Daisy Do shorts or like yeah. tight shorts, you know? Yeah. Now they're like just leotards. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, jeez. I'm just trying to stuff my fucking fat face in with some wings. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. But Dude, uh, I, I will go. I will go to bat and say that uh, they're better than Hooters wings and food is honestly overall kind of like better than B-dubs and for the price point, much better than B-dubs. Oh yeah, especially in this fucking economy. Jesus Christ! Oh man, let's talk about better days back when we were <laughs> young boys stuffing our face. Uh, Dude, specifically, do you remember or tell? Remind me again about. The contest you had with Jose. Um, <laughs> and, and eating those wings. Oh, my God. So I'm going to expose myself as, like, the the uh, the, the, the piece of shit that I really am. Yeah. Um, you know, we were frequenting this, uh, this Hooters establishment, you know, every couple of Mondays, right? And uh, I got to the point where uh, I made a bet with Jose. I think he made a bet with me that I couldn't house or eat. 50 wings in one sitting, right? Which was essentially five plates, if you remember. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took him up on that offer, and uh, we wagered that uh, his hair was on the line. So if I could get up to 50 and, you know. We we were going to shave him bald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we went there and... Um, How did that come about, though? Like, Just us shit talking to each other. He, he was just like, no, you can't eat that many. And you were like, yes, yeah. I can. Oh, yeah. That was it? I was like, dude, that's five plates. I can totally eat that. It's like, no, you can't, dude. Like, no. Like, you know. Like, I'll bet you my hair. Mm-hmm. And like, well, my hair was on the line, too. So I had to, you know, pull through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I got to like 60-some wings. Why did you go above 50? Just to rub it in his face. I don't know. Yeah. I paid for the price, though, because as soon as I stepped outside... <laughs> Oh. You, you hurled. Yeah. Luckily, there wasn't no like clause or stipulation that I had to like, yeah. you know, keep you it, down. it down. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be I'd be the one looking like Pre- Professor Xavier, yeah, Professor yeah. X looking motherfucker. Jesus. And after that, yeah. And then I'll he, say, yeah. Hey, a man of his word. Head. Yeah, yeah. You know. he had a bald ass head for a while. <laughs> And, like, he was going to Delvin school at that yeah. point. I was in Clinton, so, like, I wouldn't even have to be there to, like, yeah, I did Rub that to him. You know? But, like, people were like, Dad, what happened? Like, yeah, my friend ate 50 wings. And, like, <laughs> this dude, I told him he couldn't eat 50 wings. ate, like, six or something wings. Mm-hmm. Beautiful memories there. Beautiful memories. I think, were you there when I proposed to the uh, Hooters chick? My, my uh, Hooters waitress? I got down on one knee and I offered her a, a wing. And it's like, would you be my Hooters girl? It's somewhere on Facebook and no. people scours through it. No, I was not there. But, uh, yeah, no, I was just very uh, outgoing like that. Life happens at Hooters, bro. Yeah. I will go to bat for Hooters. Bring You hear this? All, all these incredible memories. Make, make Hooters great again. Nobody ever says these stories about B-dubs. No. All right? Well, maybe on Tuesdays and Thursdays when it's buy one, get one, and it's like affordable. Yeah. Especially in this economy. <laughs> God damn. 
But um, but don't. You know that that's uh yeah no we got pretty close and then you went off to college and I went to college. Uh, funny thing that not a lot of people know. Uh, a lot of people know that I went to Thailand and all this stuff and did some teaching out there, but not a lot of people are aware that you were supposed to come with me too. Yeah, you were the one that uh, introduced me to the whole program. Honestly. Yeah. Work. I showed you this one website. Yep. Uh, work away. That's right. Uh, it was like a volunteer outreach program go to any place of the world and. You know. It was like volunteer work, you know. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was going to school for uh, early childhood education, ECE, and uh, I could use my te- I could put my teaching uh, abilities to use. And uh, you were going to school at that time for what computer or some shit, um, software or no? At the time, it was I had I don't think I had declared yet. At the time, it was just uh, like filling out the the credit requirements I was going to need to graduate for anything. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't even decided yet, but yeah. Um. Anyways, dude, specifically about Thailand. I mean, how the fuck was that? Like, oh, that was v- the the first couple of weeks very nerve wracking. Yeah, you know, it's just being. Uh, I think I just turned eighteen or nineteen, nineteen at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, never. I, I before that, I've only left this the Wisconsin to go to Florida for a spring break. So I never really like left. You know the states. Yeah. Besides being a little kid to see my grandma in Mexico. Yeah. But I'm too young to even remember, right? Yeah. So this is my first big, you know, solo trip and, you know, got out there and double checking to make sure, like, so when I get there, I'm not going to have any service. So do I meet you here on this specific time and day? So, like, pre planning days, I had, like, yeah. please help me. Like, are you going to meet me there? Yes. Like, you know, my host or who, my, my, uh, my contact yeah. to get me to the, uh, to the school, essentially, right? And once you got over there, how did you find it? Uh, beautiful. Oh, if I knew a little bit more Thai, I wouldn't be so intimidated by like, you know, it's it's the same equivalent if you go to like the you know Chicago or New York or like anything. It's just like, it's more outdoorsy. There's more bazaars. Bazaars are like flea markets, okay. but more popular, right? They're yeah. like the the go to vendors. Everyone's trying to make money off over each other. Everyone's trying to. Everyone's a grifter, right? Yeah, everyone's a salesman. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, hey, 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 buy my product, this or that. And there's a there's a term for like foreigners, so Europeans mostly. Uh, Falong, Falongs, Footlongs. Not footlongs, but Falong, yeah. Falongs. Okay. And like, if you like, you know, like, oh, you know, essentially like Western dude, yeah. Western person, Western person, like, yeah. hey, we're gonna make money off of them. And since I looked like, <laughs> essentially, you look like a beefier them. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Everyone's a little bit shorter than me, and it's just like much more leaner, and like you know, I definitely stood out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's just the fact that I wasn't white helped me negotiating a lot. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. But I mean, it's hilarious to the why, point. Why that, do you think that was? Uh, because it's it's just like hearing the word. You know, if you hear the word for long, yeah. you know, that's just like. So for you, oh, like we're we're gonna we're gonna make money off of this dude, yeah. essentially. Like, oh, like tourists. Yeah. Do you think that they a hundred percent thought that you were like kind of Thai or like maybe Indian or from somewhere else? I, I, while I was out there, I was told I was like Middle Eastern, right? Yeah. But I did a a little bit of like because a lot of hitchhikers there, like a lot of friendly people there, right? Um, I don't know if it's so friendly now with the war in Myanmar going on on the border. Okay. But um. They they were very kind and courteous to hitchhikers, and uh, just statistically, 
meeting other other travelers. This is so cheap to travel in Thailand, right? Uh, just going out and about, you would meet with backpackers and like, oh, I'm from uh, the Netherlands and all this shit. I'm from yeah. Canada and you know, I'm from New Zealand. Yeah, you know, and uh, the 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 rates of hitchhiking were so much more higher than mine. I was okay. like, oh, it's because you guys are like white as hell. Like you know, like if I was a hitchhiker, like I'd pick you up and like, where are you from? You know, kind of a thing. Like you yeah. know, and their Thai accent. <laughs> Sawadee cop. Yeah, that, what that, is that, that, that means, accent? Like? That, that means hello. Sawadee cop. Yeah, you know. Sounds and, like uh, Sabado Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Sabado Cop. Yeah, so like just hearing that, like I, I get no fucking, no one picks me up for hitchhiking. You no? Know? No. I would have thought that you'd get a little bit. No, man. I just, so they, I just look like a regular fucking, you know, person. Like, oh, no, we can't get any money off this guy. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy, you know. So there's no point in picking him no up. Ain't no tourist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were going out there hitchhiking, dog? Yeah. Bro. I like I you were I, I took out hostile dog. <laughs> you were living out that movie. Oh, I could have been kidnapped. And you know what's crazy? My first week in Thailand, uh, I taught at a private school in uh, in Pinsaluluk, okay. which isn't the like isn't Bangkok, but it's also like a popular populated you know. Yeah, it's a popular city. city. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they had a reggae bar. There was this Italian guy that was also teaching there. He was in his forties, right? And um, we were talking about the music we were into. And it was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting into the festival scene. You know, I went to uh, Summerfest and Infrasound, yeah. which is like a very small music festival. You were festival. telling him that? Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been to, uh, he went to the Moonrise Festival in Thailand and like all these DJs he saw. It's like, oh, yeah, we listen to the same music. So we like, after uh, our host took us out to eat and we went to the night flea market, the b- night the night bazaar, right? It's I like I like that word too. Bazaar. Yeah, I love the way it's spelled. Yeah, B A Z Z A something. Are you? Yeah, A A R I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, after that we went to a reggae bar, and outside they had a giant Colonel Sanders statue. Right oh. outside this reggae bar, there was a giant Colonel Sanders statue from KFC. Like branded KFC and everything. Mm-hmm. Why? I have no clue. I have no clue. Seven Elevens are like. <laughs> Walmart's out there, and that was outside of Seven Eleven. No, that was outside our reggae bar, okay. right? But it's just like the uh, the trademarks and like all that stuff. Like they like it's a wild wild west out there, you know? Oh hell no! It was like oh sponsored by KFC sort of shit. I no not even that. It's just a random Colonel Sanders statue outside of a reggae bar, and like Seven Elevens are propped up everywhere, and like and it's it's beautiful capitalism. That's what capitalism should be. You know, the right to go out there on the street and sell whatever you want, make a, you know, scam whoever you want. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the brilliant mind of a Thai person. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some of them might find that offensive. <laughs> They're very nice people. Okay. Very I nice culture. A, I love people it. People do do say that about that oh. the people in that con- uh, country, that they're very receptive and they're very friendly, very, like, bright, happy. Um you know, after the reggae bar, there was these couple of girls next to us. I bought flowers for them. And me and the Italian dude started flirting with them, like yeah. these girls, right? And then they invited us to a nightclub at this hotel that was luckily down the street from where we were staying. So like, oh, yeah, totally. We'll go. We'll go to this like oh, nightclub in a hotel. So we went there and like it was crazy. It was like this like out of a movie. Lasers everywhere. There yeah. was a like, K-pop band on stage like playing guitars and shit. I was like... What the hell? Oh, that sounds great. Mm. That sounds and I was already dope. pretty drunk from yeah. like the reggae bar. So I got there, started drinking more, and I blacked out at some point. No. Yeah. And then I woke up, 
in a hospital. Shut the fuck up. I woke up in a hospital and I uh, had like a giant headache. I, I, I had my clothes on me. I checked my wallet. Everything was still there. My cash, my debit card, my social security card. All that shit was still on me. I was like, what the fuck? And then like I, I'm touching my head to make sure like, you know, I'm not fucked up anywhere. And I have a cut right next to my ear. Right. Yeah. And I looked at my phone and I'm like, oh, what the hell? And I'm hung over as hell. Yeah. You know, you can barely function. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get up and I walk out of this hospital. I don't say anything to anybody. Like, I don't get it. Like, I had all my shit on me, right? So yeah, I, there was no like, reason. I got, I got my vitals. So I don't need to talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. I had, like, no reason to go up and, like, you know, like, what the fuck? So how much do I owe? Yeah. <laughs> I just got up and left. And then I got a, a these, like, uh, this, you've been to Mexico, right? Yeah. You know how they have cumbias? Cum, uh, these, like, vans that are filled with people? They have the oh, equivalent okay. of that, right? Like, yeah. um, what's that called? An Uber? Uber share? Yeah. Carpool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They have a the rickshaw, though. Yeah. They have these, like, giants, like, mini trailer that puts people in it. And I just got into one of those and was like, take me to the hotel. I can walk from there to the uh, to the host house, essentially. Yeah. And I got there. I was talking to the Italian guy. I was like, what the fuck happened? He's like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> he woke up outside the hotel. He didn't even wake up, like, at, back at the... Uh, he blacked out, too? Yeah. We <laughs> both blacked out. <laughs> I showed him the video. Um, there was, I had a video on my phone of like, cl- like audibly Thai people like holding my phone, like oh no, 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 no like like laughing at me, and like it's a video of me falling to the ground. I'm like, I'm in my my Hawaiian shirt, like oh. Do you still have that? It's uh, somewhere in my uh, laptop. I gotta go find that. You should find that. But uh, no, it's crazy because like it's like a five second video of like me like falling to the ground with Thai people like, ah, like making you know. fun of you. Yeah, that's hilarious. Party animal film. That was my first week there. You that know? was your first. <laughs> that was my first week in Thailand. So I was out there for three months, and then I was in your, Laos for a your, month. Your first week, you recreated some of the scenes from The Hangover. Mm-hmm. It was scary. That's beautiful. Ba- a lot of bad things could have happened. I could have woke up with no organs or some shit. <laughs> But that's the story of my life, you know. Uh, you know, uh, fool's luck. You yeah, know? you think so? I made it back safely. I found a, a lasting relationship. With, yeah, uh, talk talk a little bit about that if you if you'd be comfortable. She was a Muslim girl. She was from Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, she's the one that I went to go to New York to try to win back. Yeah. <laughs> After okay. we uh, uh, took a little hiatus, she eventually came back to the states after New York and. Talk about meeting her over there, though. Uh, How did that happen? So, I was out in uh, Chiang Rai. After Pentalulak, I was there for a month, and then I finished my remaining uh, tenure. <laughs> I love. I know that I'm saying that word cor- incorrectly. No, you're saying it right. Tenure, tenure right? Yeah. Um, I went to Chiang Rai to finish up my uh, teaching at a private academy. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, Chiang Rai is the northern border of... Uh, Thailand. So the more south and central you get, the more hotter and humid it is. Yeah. The more further you go up, the more mountainy and the more rain you'll experience, okay. right? So like it's just rains, yeah, yeah, humid, and uh, the best food source is going out to the markets and like getting what's fresh. Okay. So that'd be like chicken or soup or duck soup, very cheap too. Yeah. You know, honestly, the way things are going in America, we might all have to go to Thailand. <laughs> With ten dollars, you we could, might all have to move there. 
But ten dollars, you could eat like a king on the yeah. streets. Eat out, my doggy. Yeah. That's it was awesome. great. Dude, I got to fucking go there. Honestly. You were supposed to go. Uh, yeah, you, you're like talking me back into trying to make my, my honeymoon there. Mm. Make sure you're vaccinated. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to lock you up. For real? They've, they're very strict on, uh, on COVID, on COVID a and, Asia, ma- and a marijuana. A lot of Asia is extremely, it, like exactly like mm-hmm. that, yeah. They're very almost... Draconian. Uh, yeah. A little, Draconian a little, laws. A little ha- very harsh. Extremely harsh. Uh-huh. Uh, on some of those things. I was able yeah. to smoke weed out there. I yeah. found I was I became good friends with a local. Okay, so how uh, the fuck did you Yeah, yeah, you so, were smoking weed out there? But yeah, yeah. You, you like what were the the what's it called? The, the networking or oh, consequences? If you would have gotten caught oh. with that. They they would first off take me in and they would see that I was an American, hold my passport, lock me up. I would have to contact my embassy and like negotiate with somebody to like represent me essentially like please <laughs> and then uh be tried as a as a as a bad guy for for narcotics essentially yeah. but i mean if i was smuggling anything they'd, they'd throw the whole book at me yeah so and uh that's the nice thing about that's the nice interesting thing right about thailand it's so cheap so it attracts a lot of tourism there but at the same time you can attract a lot of the undesirables as well and I brushed my pat, I brushed shoulders with those guys, right? And uh, you know they're really nice people, but their uh, their their gig is smuggling, right? Because opium has a rich history out in Thailand. Yeah. Uh, the opium dens and all that stuff. There was a golden triangle connecting Thailand and Myanmar and uh, Laos. There we go, Laos. Uh, up in the northern Thailand Chiang Rai region. Uh, they call it the Golden Triangle, which was just the, the the best trade route for going to three different countries and smuggling opium, right? Okay. But uh, when I was there, MDMA was a big thing, right? A lot of a lot of the people were like, sounds like a lot of drugs were a big thing. Yeah. But then, how did so they had draconian consequences, but there was still a shit ton of them everywhere, mm-hmm. and it was mostly from the tourists going there to like, this is this is prime time to make money you know like these like people the tourists were bringing them yeah and they were selling them as well uh-huh. yeah. on you know because you know yeah cause so cheap yeah. tour you know they want people there they want people to spend money yeah. spend some money yeah right? wow that's interesting i would have thought that like you would get like checked out a little bit coming in no i mean like if there, there's, there's, plane, there's different there's different yeah but you can bit. take a uh, a 24-hour bus in yeah, there you, you could, can take yeah, some land you, route you can literally walk <laughs> yeah you're right and there's much more lax uh immigration yeah you that's know? what i would have thought yeah mm-hmm. most of the most of the world doesn't have like the like industrial immigration like we do commercial the, 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 the apparatus and like all the drones and all that shit. Most countries don't like they. They just don't. Not not that it's a good or a bad thing or a value judgment. It's mm-hmm. just stating what it is. Um, but um, I was a pretty friendly guy. I made friends with this guy named Oscar, right? Who knew uh, his English was somewhat, you know, very moderate, and uh, he got me a job as a ice cream guy, uh, not ice cream guy, as an ice truck guy. I would literally carry bags of ice. To different stores and dropped them off. Okay. So I was like an ice man, right? Yeah. Made a little bit of side cash. Yeah. You know, some All scratch right. on the side. So. Uh, you know, and then through him, I was able to get a connect with pot. He'd like we would smoke weed underneath the uh, this like dock. 
Yeah. Right? By this dirty river. <laughs> Out of an apple. No evidence could be found, you know. <laughs> and uh, after that, I met uh, my Malaysian ex at the time uh, there, right? After getting stupid high for the first time in Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. And I walked to the market with Oscar. I'm like, what the hell is that? I, I'm, I was looking at a tamarind. They had a tamarind on a stick. I was like, what the hell is that? And she like, oh, that's a, it's a tamarind. And I'm like, what? And then she's, and then like right off, right off of that, we went like across the, the, the vendors to like this like park essentially and spoke for like two hours. So this chemistry. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Chemistry. Right. And yeah. then like for the first like 30 minutes, like Oscar was like, oh yeah, yeah, she's pretty cool and whatnot. And he kept like, she had short hair. Yeah. And he, he kept uh, like, also like, uh, you have short hair. Uh, you like uh, uh, Pixie Girl? Pick, pick, uh, pixie? Pixie? It's like because his his English is very limited, right? Yeah, it's still good enough, better than most people there, but still limited. What does that mean? Pixie? Like the they knew the customary like hellos and highs. Here's here's an example. I clogged the toilet when I was out there, right? No, but what does months. pixie mean, buddy? Oh, pixie. Yeah, like the pixie haircut, like um, uh, the fuck, what are they? The, those chicks, the pixie doll chicks, are the. Uh, that haircut style, that oh, Karen, okay, okay. she had that Karen haircut, the short, you know. Yeah, like almost like a bang across. Yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. All right. And that he's just, you know, pixie, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, he left like, like after 30 minutes and all that stuff. And Yeah, no, and uh, after 30 minutes or so, he just left and then, you know, we hit it off and uh, blossomed into a relationship later. Uh, after it was done in Thailand, my visa was up and I was on teaching. We went to Laos and stood there for a month and you know yeah how like how, what did you do for income i just had uh i the scratch money i saved up from you know delivering ice yeah. kept me a little bit alive but this is the money i already had from menards and uh my man would send me a little bit of money if a guy ever got low so okay she'd go to my bank and just drop like 200 bucks in it's okay. like oh and th that would keep me you know well supplied for a long time the host would provide, uh, like, you know, the school was the host and they would provide, like, school lunches and shit. Yeah. So my school lunch for a little bit was just fried eggs and rice, which is a good diet. That's how they're so lean, right? There's this fried rice, eggs and rice, fish, off the grill, off the bone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. This shit does sound mm. great. And then, uh, you know, I came back to the States and uh, long distance. And then she came here and... Uh, we went to see my grandma eventually in Mexico. Did a bit of traveling. You remember that? Yeah, you remember that. Because when I get back, uh, Jose and his girlfriend at that time uh, were staying in Lake Geneva at my place while I was out in Mexico perusing yeah. around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out there perusing around. How did you find Mexico? It was great. I reconnected with my grandma on Acapulco. I got stopped by the military police because I was carrying my laptop bag. And at that time, there was a, a heavy crime Heavy uh, cartel wars and shit like street street gang wars, right? Yeah. And uh, they stopped me in this like giant military convoy. It was like, hey, uh, what? Guess in, in in the mochila, in the mochila, guess in the mochila. Like, what's in the bag? What's in the bag, right? And then I was like, holy shit, my Spanish is very limited. So I looked like a deer in the headlights. And my grandma had to step in. It's like, oh, it's me, it's me, uh, whatever, Sabrino, what yeah. say, <laughs> fucking grandson. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a America. Bro, your ass is about to get George Floyd. 
<laughs> in Mexico. A national crisis? In Mexico, because you couldn't speak up. Oh, God, that sounds terrifying. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, no. And, uh, yeah, I got back, and um, got back from Thailand, from Mexico, and all that stuff, and we settled into the States, and, you know, there was a big age difference. She was, like, 10 years older than me, right, and all this stuff, and uh, one of my big stress relief was, like, video games and getting back into WWE and yeah. all that shit. WWE 2K. By the way, the worst game ever made is WWE 2K20. Not just by like a WWE fan point, but says in principle, it's just a garbage game. Garbage game. Garbage game. Garbage game. Nobody buy mm-hmm. it. Except and, for uh, Phil, who already did. Who, who has um, every copy. Every deluxe you, copy. You do not. I do. I've downloaded. Why? They're all the same. They're all the same. And uh, yeah. Re- dude, come on. Even I don't get every Madden. I know. And I respect you for that. You know, Even, got, though, even sp- though I'm the best man. You're the better man for not getting every copy of Madden. Shut up. I'll tell you what. I, like, come on, man. I'll, I'll, I'll spend like two, three years with the same one. You know, the one thing I do have to give bonus to the 2K games, uh, WWE 2K19, uh, they had this uh, million-dollar challenge with AJ Styles. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, no, they had like this really difficult challenge online, and I beat it. You had to fight 15 guys with one dude. You didn't get your health back at all, continuous. And uh, part of the contest was uh, you had to make a video. Was it uh, like bots that you were fighting or was it actual? It was a, a hard AIs. Okay. They were on like the extreme difficulty. You couldn't do anything to, you know. I, I, I tried. It took me almost a year to like beat it. Right? Dang, okay. And I was getting frustrated because I would look online, like children were beating it. And I was like, what the no fuck way. am I doing wrong? Right. And then I finally beat it, and then uh, to accompany it, you had to make a video. Because it was all part of a million-dollar challenge, you know. It was a promotional thing. Uh-huh, yeah. for the big game. And uh, the winner would go to WrestleMania and fight AJ Styles and all this stuff. Okay. And I finally got to the gauntlet, finally beat the 15 people and made a video. But the video was, like, late on time, so, like, by 30 minutes. So I didn't even make the, the preliminaries. Very disappointing. You son of a bitch. I it know. was late by 30 minutes? Yeah. Your ass, would, that would happen to you. And it, you, uh, I'm sure by now it's up there in, on on the media and all that stuff. But it's a pretty good video. It it's was made pretty, during the polar vortex. Video. During yeah. the polar vortex, record- negative thirty degrees is my nipples could pierce diamonds, man. Hey, that's commitment right there, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. That's commitment. Commitment. Which is, you know, funny enough, one of the things Love that the ended game. my relationship was my lack of commitment. <laughs> 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 You know, you know, let's talk about you with the whole wedding coming up. Uh, you know, how when you propose, the yeah. nerves and all this shit. Like, yeah. Well, run, run that, run us down that path. Um, how do you I prepare mean, for that? You know. I mean, I was actually pl- planning on going with something else. Um, what do you mean something else? Like when I, as far as like, you're asking me proposing to her, mm. I was planning on doing it a different way, but. Uh, like the place that we ended up going was like just it felt right and it was so nice that it felt like the right place to do it or the right way to do it. And then I, I talked to their staff and I asked them what they did do when they had things like a proposal or an engagement. And the guy just went on to tell me the, the right place to do it or the right way to do it. And then I, I talked to their staff and I asked them what they did do when they had things like a proposal or an engagement. 
and the guy just went on to tell me like this flurry of things that that they're like really nice restaurant did when when he did it and um yeah then they like they were coming out with a fucking trumpet dude they were gonna come out with a fu- some fucking little sparklers and fireworks and all these like beautiful people like in like cut up clothes and servers and shit and it was just great dude it was it was awesome um it, they had like bruno mars playing um, oh yeah you know like prime time for any was, any it, proposal it, it was and it was like on the beach in mexico with like the palm trees it was literally on a beach club outside like so they were talking about how like Kim and Kanye were there like not what? too long ago. Yeah, exactly. It was that kind of place. Like, Hell yeah. it was badass. And and Pl- so please tell me that you had the Bruno Mars song of like it's a beautiful night. That's the one. That's the one. There's that a something is, something dancing Jews. That that is the one. <laughs> that is the one that we. Hey played. baby, dude. My um my buddy JC uh, always points out uh this that when I have the video that there's this server. Who has this like Antonio Banderas like ponytail going on? That he's just like way into like yep. the act of like being the server during the engagement because mm-hmm. he's coming in there with like the dessert and the sparkler and he's talking about how like how much his shoulders were shimming and like he was just like <laughs> looking at the camera. Oh man, it was just it was just a a whole all overall experience. Um, a beautiful hallmark it, moment. Yeah, it was just a beautiful little moment that that we created. And like I said, it was an audible. Like that was not the plan. I was um, trying to go for something a little bit more private. Like I was gonna go for like literally just like two people on the beach on a sunset sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But like then everything else just kind of like was falling into, into place. And I decided to go for it. That so. gut feeling, that audible, yeah. like you mentioned before, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, I just decided to go for it. And it turned out, it, like, I couldn't have asked for anything better. So I'm glad I did it there. But, I mean, overall, it, dude, I was a, be- I was a little pussy about, like, getting married for whatever reason. I, I couldn't even, like, tell you so much why myself. Like, I, I, you, you guys have been together for, what, nine years? Yeah, time? it took me way too long to, like get engaged and honestly that is something i kind of regret like i wish i would have done it earlier but i mean you could also say that you've been able to mature more in both both parties and that is true that's true that's true you guys are more aware who you guys are and who what you guys want for a future yeah yeah plus now i mean you're a master at killing ducks you're gonna keep the family fed for years dude this guy this guy dude when when the climate war is coming Oh yeah, Farmer Juan's got it down, dude. Farmer Juan's gonna be our main source of protein after all this inflation goes on. Have you seen the prices, man? It's unbelievable. Uh, like, like we may have to do a you may have to do a farm to table wedding, Juan's oh, yard dude. to table wedding. They, um, I like that brings me to like something funny. I actually locked down my caterer not too long ago mm. because like we're planning on everything becoming even more expensive like months from now rather than now you know like, yeah so we're like let's pay for it now like lock get it, it locked in the contract and yeah yep. like hey you you're gonna have to supply it then no matter how you know like we already paid you know and it's scary because like at this point amazon trucks are essentially the new like bank trucks people are gonna start robbing amazon trucks have you seen videos in la no. of like delivery drivers just making the route and then people storming them, their vans, and just no, taking them. <laughs> oh yeah, now now you're seeing more like smiley faces, the Amazon logo, and like like actual like 
you know, truck trucks. Like U U hauls and shit. Yeah. Right? And uh yeah, I mean that's gonna be the new uh piracy is coming back on. Piracy, pirates are coming back. Mm-hmm. Pirates are coming in fashion. Literally, it's coming back, and like they're gonna be hitting up the the big flag in the ocean. Now it's gonna be a big smiley face on the road. They're gonna see that. They're gonna like see Amazon just target that, and it's scary because like now, I mean, we we we're approaching some dangerous times. We're not even at war. For we're not at war. I know we're not technically we like the U.S. is not at war. Yeah, but like. We are supporting a a a proxy state, you know, like, and we got we got our hands in it, but we're not actively, you know, we're not act physically. We're not well. I guess technically we are with our yeah with I mean, our weapons. We're, we're and supporting our, yeah, yeah, we're supporting them with all sorts of resources, intelligence, ideology. We're not with them <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, you know. It's uh, it's great. That's why. That's why. If you're listening to this, folks, go out there, stock up on everything. Stock up with the prisoner wine. Stock up on... Go out there and get married because we're all going to fucking die. You, you, don't be held back to any restraints like the prisoner. Don't be a prisoner of your choices, of your mind. Right? Would you, would you co-sign that? I would co-sign that. All right. I would uh, co-sign to that apartment. <laughs> Put your name on that? That's what I'm talking about, baby. And, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, if, before, if we get drafted, if we got to go to war, I will die happy knowing that I'm your best man. <laughs> you picked me. Yeah, you picked Shut me. Shut the fuck up. Dude, hey, a hey, rich hey, history. Hey, yo, if we got drafted, are you going? Hey, yo, I got flat feet. I ain't, ain't going to make it past the preliminaries. <laughs> they, they're going to send me my ass back to boot camp. They're going to be like, nah, nah, we don't want this one. <laughs> I'm going to be the fucking jockstrap boy. Yeah. yeah. Wearing, Laundry guy. Wearing them on your nose and shit. Throw it at me. No respect. <laughs> Get this back here by six. <laughs> I, I told you I like my whites white. <laughs> These are some dangerous times. But hey, you gotta you know you gotta find laughter and whatever you can and you know. But yeah, anyways, no. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode of Vina y Vido or on the Bro Taste This Channel Network, whatever the fuck this is. And remember to go out there and uh, become your own prisoner of time and wine. That's right. That's right. Get yourself some prisoner. Get yourself some fine wines to drink with your bros. It is not. This is not bro sexual at all. There's nothing bro sexual about this. I don't know what you people are saying. Hey, Have- it's 2022, and if it was bro sexual, it'd be okay. Yeah, that's right. Have a great rest of your week. Rate and review wherever you find uh, your podcast. Thank you so much.